All, all I can really say is that it, it didn't go to plan. Do me a favor, it's been a couple of years since we checked in. Um, what, who are you? What are you doing and what has changed in the last two years since we last talked? Okay, I founded an organization 12 years ago called The Library Project. Uh, over the past 12 years, we've impacted over a million kids. We've donated our 2000th library, um, which is a really amazing uh, milestone. And uh, we're almost at 2 million books wow. donated. Um, at that time, uh, a couple of things changed. Uh, at that time, I had left the organization. I'd stepped aside and we had a CEO. Uh, now, uh, that did not work out uh, to uh, work out the way I wanted it to, I would say. Uh, and I have, I've stepped back in. I'm now the executive director. So I like to say I had a nice little vacation for a year. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm back a lot more... Uh, a lot healthier and a lot a lot happier. Yep. So actually in the last video you had just hired your CEO who's gonna replace you and you trumpeted this as like success. 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 Right, this so was <laughs> I had what, succeeded. <laughs> what, what happened? All, all I can really say is that it, it didn't go to plan. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would say that uh, for a myriad of reasons um, I had to step back in. Um, when I did step back in, uh, we had to do an, a, a complete restructuring of the organization. We had to lay off about a third of our staff. We had to uh, rebuild an organization. What was really interesting was um, kind of how we approached it. Right. Um, we approached that as with 100% transparency with our team. We empowered our team every single day, uh, letting them know the incremental improvements that we uh, were making to get our organization back on its feet. Um, so what was the plan when she came in? It was Tom is out, she is in. What was, what was your hope for that, for that relationship then? My goal was to hire what I like to call that mythical driver. That, that individual that comes in and, and, and drives the organization with the exact same amount of passion that the founder uh, does. It's, it's a challenge that it's, there is a difference between a CEO and a founder. Right. Um, and I learned that the hard way that a founder is, it is a personal experience. It's, it's very, very personal. Whether it's a company, a nonprofit, a social enterprise, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, whereas with a CEO, it's a job. Right. And it is, there's a job description. And, and so that was something that I learned. And I, and I would say that I take 100% responsibility okay. on that. It's just the, the, the misunderstanding of what a, that, that this person was not a replacement of the founder. This person was uh, uh, the, the, the CEO. Right. And, and that's very different. You mentioned there's some things that you could have done. You take 100% ownership. What are two or three things that you would, I mean, hindsight 2020, mm -hmm. what are two or three things that you should have done, you knew you should have done, but you didn't do, um, you didn't know, and so mm -hmm. you didn't get, like, what, what are some things, two or three things that you think, if I just gotten these things done, it would have worked out. Well, I'll speak to one. Right. Um, one that just I just keep reflecting back on. Mm. Um, there's probably a couple that cascade off of that. But the one that I 
really reflect on is um, uh, onboarding, the importance okay. of onboarding, and not only mm. the importance of quality onboarding, but but of the duration that there should have been uh, like a two-year onboarding, um, not not such a condensed onboarding. How, and, how quick was it? Uh, it was within three months, I would okay. say. So it was it was a, quite a quite a, a quick quick onboarding. But you know, I mean, I looked at it as like, well, you know, we're a small organization. We're about yeah. a million dollars a year. We have a couple of offices. We have an internal management team. You know, you know, we're hiring from within, promoting from within. You know, there was there was uh, definitely definitely I could say that it's not a hundred percent. Um, you know, it, it definitely could have been better, yeah. but I would have, but I, sh I, I definitely would say staying in for two years to manage that, right. we probably would not have run into the same challenges. Mm. Probably. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Nothing's certain, right? When you came back, what was the, what was the, uh, the team's response? It was like, yes, Tom's back or like what, what was the No, they were, they were very much how do we fix the organization mm. it was very 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 um, mission driven it was very much that um, what do we need to do to to get our mojo back at now, how did you feel? I mean, as an entrepreneur, we just had a two-hour conversation about the, the, the struggle of entrepreneurship. How did you feel when you came back? Like, what is it that you struggled with? How did you, were you happy to be back? Like, how, how did that transition make you feel? It was the toughest year of my life, I would say. Um, you know, finding out that, uh, you know, the organization that you started, say, 10 years earlier um, is, uh, failing yeah um, and it was largely you know it's it's a bit of your fault uh, being played in there or my fault that 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 the that this is happening mm. and so whether it's a hundred percent my fault or fifty percent or twenty five or whatever there is that so it was really hard mm. but I think that what I recognize now is that you know it, there's not one not one entrepreneur on this planet that has not went through something like this. And it's not going to be the last time this is going to happen. Yeah. And, and if anything, it built a stronger organization. It built a stronger team. Um, and we don't even think about it anymore. But to be honest, yeah. like it's just, it's behind us. It, and, and I've, so you are a better organization for everyone. Oh, we are. And, yeah. and, and I've learned how to step away, okay. which is also good. Where, you know, will I ever be able to hire a CEO to physically step away? You know, I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that our team, I, like I have effectively stepped away in the day to day. Yeah. And it's a better organization because of it, because we have an incredible internal yeah. Uh, team of of directors and uh, they're unafraid to make decisions mm. to fail to recover uh, to uh, to do that so yeah. now you mentioned hardest year of your life um, what did that mean outside of the office for you uh, it was just really tough I yeah. mean it was you know it's uh, when you're 
when your organization is you know going through something like that and when it's uh, an organization that is so small you have a small team of you know 15 20 people uh, you know all of these people you know their yeah. their first names you've met some of their family members you 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 uh, it's it, it's it's a very personal uh, challenge right. uh, to get through so it's uh, knowing that if you don't make payroll your friends are not going to uh, getting you know be right, getting right. paid it's yeah. it's 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 a tough one it hurts um, yeah it does and so how does that affect you as an individual like emotional physical health state oh health 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 went down yeah. um, uh, physical mental health went down yeah um, and what I would say is I just had a really good group of, of people at that time um, that helped me through it um, so you know started going to the gym more mm -hmm. uh, talking a lot we, we talked a bit before this but yeah. you know talking to people about uh, you know the emotional stress that this plays on you right that I think is the single most important thing mm. um, and and I think that that's that's something that I do a lot more of now right um, you know talking to uh, social entrepreneurs especially in the nonprofit sector yeah about you know yeah payroll is hard <laughs> you know it's it is just there are there are most months is it's easy but those yeah. some months that that you're really worried that if you're going to make payroll this month next month the following month um it doesn't matter if you've been doing this 10 years yeah 15 years or one year it it is still a stress um yeah. that people go through right and so it's a it's something i've just learned from so when when i see us uh going through challenges like this now and our team sees us uh, and, and our team are going through challenges similar but but, but different yeah, but different but yeah. different they're they're calmer now taking that a step further then how do you approach big decisions how do you approach the organization's operations differently having gone through that process you know, you've learned to emotionally disconnect a little bit. You've learned to empower a little bit more. Your team's a little more comfortable. How has that impacted how you can make decisions? Are they better? Are they bigger? Like what, how, how you know, how does this come full circle to the organization? I empower a lot more. Mm. I would say that. Uh, just speaking just towards our China team. Um, we, we have two, two meetings. Uh, that I, I chair every every week. Um, one is a program meeting uh, in the morning on Monday. Mm -hmm. It's about one hour long. Um, the second meeting is a fundraising meeting on Wednesday. Okay. It is a uh, that's when I put in my my uh, my opinions. It's that's that's when I, I insert myself. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, if people need support. They then come to me, right. and and I think just by providing that that space, our team are making better decisions. They understand the challenges um, in schools programmatically with teachers with children much better than me. Yeah. They understand how to fundraise in China better than me. Um, they need my support 
on very high level things. Like we're working through a challenge that's one or two years out. Yeah. You know, that's where I should be. Um, so you can think bigger about where everything should yeah, be moving. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Whereas I think before I had stepped away and brought in the CEO, I was much more day to day. Okay. And it was just, it was just a, the value I was providing at that time was not that great. Mm. Um, now I find that the value I provide is much more targeted yeah. um, and just uh, better, I, I, I would say. And we have a much stronger organization because of that. So then how does that translate back to you as the entrepreneur then? How does this make you, I mean, are you less stressed? Are you healthier? Like, are you able to do the things that you know you need to do to maintain, you know, the, the long game on this? Or are you still stuck? No, I mean, I think that I think that running a running an international nonprofit organization in China and Vietnam and in uh, outside of your comfort zone, which is your own country, um, is challenging. It will always be challenging. Yep. It is not that that paradigm is not going to change. Um, but on a personal level, I, yeah, I'm absolutely healthier. Most likely because I. Um, because I've just been through a lot more, yeah. and 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 we're still standing, and we're not only still standing, we're we have more legs that we're standing on. Right. We have a stronger team. Right. Now the team is contracted in size, but we're actually able to do more with that team, and um, they have they're they're working more as a team because they've went through more challenges together. Right. right. Um, so it's it's allowed me to kind of you know not to. To, uh, I, I don't want this to sound bad, but like to have more of a life, yeah. um, and that's and that's also good and bad. So it's. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, when you're going through it, you think that you're the only one going through it. So, yeah. And now you, yeah, you know, like as we were talking about, there's everyone kind of goes through this. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely, and especially what I learned was um, because I had to when we were going through that transition was. Um, I can't fix this. Mm. It was just, it was too big. I, I cannot fix this. And I think for the first time, I think at that point, that was the first time I think I truly empowered my team. Okay. Whereas I think before, I did empowerment, but it was more, it was, it was more directing. And yeah. there's, I don't know where that line is between directing and empowerment. Right. I think it, it, everyone has a different uh, line on that. But I learned how to empower because I just had to. Yeah, just and and for and what's come from that is um, a much stronger organization and a much happier Tom. Um, and now I'm able to do to explore other things and do other things while also maintaining that connection to, to the organization that I love. Right. So I'll talk a little about scale. What was your vision for scale of this organization? Um, back then and like what what is what has scale been for you how do you how do you frame that in your in your context I'll answer it in two parts one where what did I want before mm. what do I what do I see it as now yeah um, what I wanted before was an organization that was in oh you know I mean I I put the I made the I made the dream PPTs before where you had like 15 countries taking over the world. I wanted to build basically I wanted to build 
room to read part two yeah which is in you know uh, four continents there in 15 countries um revenue through the roof making impact um globally now i define now what i'm looking for is is very different um it's much more quality based okay um risk is a lot lower and i'm maybe this is age um before, yeah a little bit of a little bit of gray hair um but i think age kind of plays into that also yeah. where um i'm a little bit risk adverse so what i'm looking for is to make the best organization i can yeah. um at any scale that we are at I don't care if we're raising five hundred thousand dollars, a million, five million, fifty million. I just don't care. Um, I care about the impact that we have locally in the schools, um, and I care about how our team are being empowered and supported through that process right um and for them to shift the organization when they feel they can and should within the purview of our mission locally in each country so it's uh, it's it's a completely different mindset yeah uh and i'm and it's one that i'm i'm very happy to have, have gotten to i think i was a little bit young and a little, uh, you know, yeah, the yeah. young bull getting into the nonprofit <laughs> sector and wanting to just take over the world. Yeah. And I think today I'm, I am really proud of what we do. Three things you learned over the last two years that makes you a better entrepreneur. What have you learned? What like you went through all this pain? Well, what what advice would you give to someone? Three pieces. I, you know, just I'm just divorcing myself from the pain and that challenge. I would just say that what I've learned is, um, on a personal level, health is really important. So, um, and also divorcing myself from the organization on this that that makes me a better entrepreneur. Health is really important. I go to the gym every other day. Um, I try to swim once a week. I, I fail on that quite quite often. You know, so so health is important. Yeah. Um, I would say having time for me to be creative. I am a creative. I am a creative individual. So not having that in my life for a while has been a challenge. So I'm actively bringing that back right. into my life. Now that that also that creativity is now being brought into the organization uh, a couple fold, which is quite exciting. Yeah. Um, and also, I would say that just trying to keep a positive attitude is just really important because the what you what i say and what i do um people consume right and then what i say and what i do um uh, draws the individuals draws individuals attracts uh that kind of person so if i'm 
projecting positivity, I will get positive people. If I, if I am projecting negativity, I might be changing yeah, those around yeah, me yeah. within my organization with, and outside of my organization within my family and, and, and friends, but also if I'm projecting positivity um, and I am healthy and I am creative, then that just builds a much different oh, yeah, certainly. group. Certainly. And you know, that, that's really hard, especially when the shit hits the fan. You know, it's just... You, you walk into an office and people can read your face that the shit's at the fan. Yes, right. yes. And, and I think that if you are nine times out of ten um, projecting a positive attitude, um, that, you know, that one out of ten, people are going to give you the pass. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to give you the pass. And so it's, no one's perfect. And I think that that's another thing I've learned is if I'm allowed a fourth one, um, you know, I'm not perfect. Uh, there's no... I have yet to find a book on how to uh, uh, be an international uh, nonprofit organization entrepreneur that is worth its salt. Mm. Um, there is, it is just a hard thing to do. It is challenging. So it's not. There's no. There's no right way to do it. Dude, we love that you keep trying. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. Trying. Absolutely. All right, that was cool. It. We're good. Thank Bye you. Faster.